hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now with guest host Maria Ryan. Here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, a lot going on in our country and beyond. We are all fascinated with Ukraine, but I want to start with a story about Chicago. Now, I've been talking about Chicago for well over a decade because um, it was my adopted city. I would speak at conferences that were headquartered in Chicago three or four times a year. So, you know, it was a part of me. I love Chicago, but I kept talking about the violence that would occur in Chicago. Well, it started to get some attention about a year ago, and especially at late 2021 when it came out that more children died in Chicago than of COVID in the whole country. Now let that settle in. So, uh, and it's happening again just this weekend about 12 people were wounded in Chicago. The weekend's not over yet, No, <laughs> since Friday evening. I know it. How many, Two how many teens done? were among Two? 12 wounded in shootings in Chicago since Friday evening. One was killed, and that was a 12-year-old little oh. girl. At, get this, Rudy. At her birthday party, she was shot in the head by a stray bullet. And when is something going to be done? They talk about, okay, limiting the guns. Guns don't fire on their own. These are bad people. They're gangs. Get a gang unit to infiltrate and start making a difference. Well, first of all, Chicago has, uh, if not the strongest, tied for the strongest gun control laws in the country with New York. Yeah. So it is a perfect example of how gun control doesn't work. It not only doesn't work, it makes it makes uh, murders worse because the guns then proliferate in the hands of the bad guys. If you're going to have gun control, you got to have massive gun confiscation strategies, which Chicago has never had, which is why it's 50 years of carnage and, and mass destruction of the young black African-American community. Mass destruction. Yeah, it's black people killing black Seven people. And we're eight. almost afraid to say that, but that's the statistical Well, you're afraid to say it if you're a facts. racist. You're afraid to say it if you're yeah. a guilty racist yeah. and you don't care about the lives of black people. Like Black Lives Matter doesn't care about the lives of black people. God, what have like they done Like Democratic black politicians don't care about the lives of black people. They should be the ones leading the effort to end crime in the so-called inner cities because their people are dying. Our people are dying. It's not their people. It's right. our it's people. It's our people. It's our fellow they, citizens they don't, of America. They don't, they, don't, they don't represent the African-American community any more than crooked Italian uh, politicians represented the Italian-American community. They represent themselves. Look at all these guys that are in Congress, like Charlie Rangel that became a millionaire. I saw that guy on, I think, I, I think he was on this station Yeah, the guy from Baltimore back. that unfortunately passed no, away, no, but no, he became no. so rich. And then Baltimore No is... respect for those guys. None. Yeah. Zero. They're the antithesis of what it means to be a political, political leader in a democracy. Where you can't, they're not even Robin Hoods. At least Adam Clayton Powell used to steal and give money to the poor. I mean, Charlie stole and gave money to himself. So... It's got to stop, and you have to stop being brainwashed. Stop voting Democrat. You know what I used to say, Rudy, to the people of Chicago? Because I'd always come in the night before I would speak, you know, just to settle in a little bit. 
So I would go out to dinner or go in some shops. I always used to say, and and I'm telling you, for over a decade, how do you feel about you're a a hardworking person, you own this store, you're a manager of the store, and you can't carry a gun, but the bad guys get a gun. How do you protect yourself? Yeah, I think that's changing. I think we're getting to see that in Ukraine. You remember the the, the woman who's communicating with us, who I'll read something from, she... uh, Sent me a uh, what do you, a text was it or no uh, it's on Instagram yes yeah, whatever you yeah. call it on yeah. an Instagram <laughs> and uh, she you know she can't get guns I mean this is a woman who's uh, I'm not going to give you any description of her but I mean she's a very very um, cultured woman probably never used a gun in her life she's with her family and they want guns of course they want guns they want to stop the savages from from killing them so let's go to Ukraine we got to go to and Ukraine. let's first bring them up to date. And here's a little summary of what has happened in just the last two days. So Putin has made the statement that we're at war. Uh, Putin says these sanctions that are being imposed are akin to a declaration of war. Yep. So, I mean, uh, so everything is war. Yeah. And we're going to explore this question just a little bit later because it's very – when is enough enough? I mean, when do we pass the point where the guy's been threatening us enough – we got to say to ourselves, is it war now or war later? Right. And uh, I mean, I, I, and I'm, I'm not telling you it's an easy answer to this. Well, Rudy, we, there's no easy glib answer to this, but it, it's something that it's a shame that we have such a weak, uh, cowardly administration uh, when we have to face this difficult question. And nobody realizes it more than Zelensky. Zelensky knows he's got nothing in Biden. Yeah, we're going to we're going to actually listen to his words in a minute. But we're supposed to learn, right? Like Afghanistan was really bad. Did we learn anything? I don't think so. Biden, really late to the table with this. We don't learn anything. In leadership, hopefully you you um, anticipate what's going to happen. We had evidence. We had such evidence that Russia was going to invade Ukraine. And we were late to the table with sanctions, and so wasn't NATO. But listen to cut one from President Zelensky of Ukraine. We believe that NATO countries have created a narrative that closing the skies over Ukraine would provoke Russia's direct aggression against NATO. This is the self-hypnosis of those who are weak, insecure inside, despite the fact they possess weapons many times stronger than we have. Yeah, and of course that was through a translator. But basically, he's calling NATO weak. And he's calling Biden. Weak. And he's calling Biden. Biden weak. is NATO. I mean, yeah. uh, And Bi- and Biden is probably the most reluctant little coward in NATO. You know, uh, it's really it's really something that's been going on for. I told Dr. Maria since I was in college. I've been writing about this. There's an editorial in the weekend edition of the of the of the Wall Street Journal. I'll give you just the title of it. Putin told us for years what he'd do. The West didn't listen. You could you could you could put down. Uh, Lenin told us for years what he would do. Hitler told us for years what he would ben do. Laden? Ben Laden told <laughs> us for years what he would do. Yeah, we don't uh, listen. Th- th- we arm. The war's over, we disarm. We arm, war's over, we disarm. We won the Cold War, Clinton disarmed us. Now, you worked for the Reagan administration, and you argued in court to have missiles in Ukraine pointed at Moscow. I but did. they're not there anymore. They're gone. So What happened? So in November 1985, 
I'll have to get it right. Uh, we Ronald Reagan f- fulfilled the deal that Jimmy Carter weaseled out of. Uh, another weasel like Biden. The Europeans wanted uh, short-range or medium-range missiles that were pointed right at Russian cities so that if a European city got hit, America wouldn't chicken out and not defend them. Mm-hmm. But that, that's one of Democrats in office. Everybody's got to worry they're going to chicken out. Yeah. So Reagan reinstated the deal. And then uh, congressman, Democratic congressman, anti-American, pro-communist Democratic congressman, and they've had them for years, took them to court to try to stop them from deploying it. I argued the case in court, one of the cases I'm the most uh, proud of, and we won. So what happened was Reagan deployed missiles in Italy, Germany, either Ireland or, or either Ireland or Scotland, I believe Ireland, and he pointed them right at Russian cities. And then he joked around like he liked to do. <laughs> and he said, I have the names of Russian cities on there. Like Leningrad and da 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 da. Now I want you to notice that they're playing that on us. Don't discount the fact that all this talk about nuclear war from Lavrov, and that uh, and that uh, uh, Putin is Looney Tunes is not propaganda. Right, psyops. But but then under the Clinton administration, all those missiles went away. Right? Why? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, we don't, we shouldn't disarm when we're in peacetime. We always have to be prepared to defend ourselves. And do you know, Russia's obviously a big bad enemy, but so is an Iran, folks. And we better keep our eye on the ball because the Biden administration is in talks with Biden, uh, excuse me, with Iran right now, giving them uh, basically a green light to have more uranium to build nuclear weapons, it also, and it, China is our enemy. It also maximized our uh, geographic advantage. So Russia is a long way from the United States, and it could take a while for those missiles to get yeah. here. Oh, yeah. For if sure. we're in Germany, Germany to Moscow is yeah. like, you know, uh, it's a little express trip. Yeah. That, that time is critical strategically. It's why whoever said that giving up the Bagram base, which is 400 miles from China, wasn't strategic, is either the dumbest person in the military or a dumb. traitor. A traitor and dumb. Um, go, you go figure out who said <laughs> Both. It. Both. But I happened to be in a little diner yesterday, the day before, in Manchester, New Hampshire, my, my hometown. And it's called Frankors. And I was with this um, really nice guy named Charlie. And Charlie, we were talking about to put an embargo or stop buying Russian oil and Russian petroleum. We buy, meaning the United States, about seven percent of it from russia the bulk of what we buy is from canada but still it's nearly a billion dollars a day and charlie thought that it had stopped i don't see evidence that it has stopped as a matter of fact still about two days ago i'm seeing that we're still buying but if any caller knows if we've stopped it or we're continuing please let me know at 1-800-848-9222 I ask all of you uh, this weekend, if you have a few minutes, to go to my podcast, Rudy'sCommonSense.com, and get out the most recent. Actually, watch the last two. They complement each other. It's a list of all the things Biden could do short of war. And I'm not saying I'm for or against our using military forces. We're going to talk about that. But take him on his terms. He's afraid to use the military. But what can we do? You know he's doing almost none of it. 
Almost none of it. Let's listen to Zelensky, who obviously can make the point with more emotion than I can. But these are the same points I make in my podcast. These are the things he could do. Uh, Cut to. You spoke this week with President Biden. How would you describe your conversations with the U.S. leader? And do you believe the Americans waited too long to give Ukraine the support you need to push back this Russian offensive? We have good contact. I can tell you the truth. And it's a pity that it began after the beginning of this war, but we have it. And I'm my appreciation to him and to his team. Yes, what we, else is he going to say? Oh, sorry, Rudy. Correct, we argued doctor. this on Uncovering the Truth, I'm sure, on the Rudy Giuliani show during the week and on your podcast. Since December, they had troops outside of Ukraine. We could have done sanctions in. NATO could have done sanctions in. I don't understand why we're waiting. I tell you, I was not. I was one that did not want us to use any boots on the ground. And I still don't want to see American troops go there. But it's hard for me as a good uh, God-fearing woman to watch innocent people being slaughtered. There have been two alleged ceasefires so people could escape and go to safety. Women, children, elderly people. And the Russians did not abide by that. They picked off innocent people. Like this is an act of terrorism, a war crime. We should right now be getting him we should go in there some black ops get putin and try him Chief Vladimir, i don't have any control over them i mean I'm, I'm i'm willing to train the moron if you want i mean just tell him uh, take out the damn caravan and say i have renegade soldiers like you do come on you don't have you're telling me vladimir you got control over all those crazy russians i don't have control over all the crazy americans you know, yeah. that caravan seems to be stuck in the mud. There's a lot of flat tires. They seem to be well, stuck. Well, they're doing a great job of what they got. Them. But I have to tell you, it's aerial is what freaking Ukraines need. They need planes so, in the air. So there is a solution. Um, oh, do we have a cut? on Number that? three. Let's listen to our hero. I've already turned to some foreign leaders with this request. I believe that leaders must support democratic states of the world who are keen to defend such principles. The powerful issue of closing the airspace helps us tremendously. This does not mean dragging NATO into this war. We spoke many times with President Biden, and I'm thankful for him for these opportunities and support, but they also did not hear me. I've been telling them that Ukraine will fight hardest of all. You will see, but us alone, again, Russia, we would not be able to do it. Well, you probably know by now NATO and Biden has rejected the no-fly zone. Um, Putin said that that would be uh, an act of war. He he called everything's an act of war with him. He's he's a bully. But when do you when when do you say if we're going to have war with him, let's let's get it over with. Because the next stop is Latvia or Lithuania yeah. or Estonia. Yeah. That's the next stop. Or nuclear weapons. And then, then we're <laughs> going the to walk into the NATO treaty where we're required to defend them. And are we going to weasel out of that? Uh, I do not trust this administration as far as I can throw them. I believe he, he, he is uh, functionally, mentally useless. And he is surrounded by... A combination of stupid people and people who are pro-communist. And he is certainly surrounded by a lot of people that hate America. And he hasn't made a right decision about this. Let's face it. He created this war. He created this war. So 
Time for a break, Doctor? I think it's time for a break, and I have some comments to your last statements when we return. Well, I'm sure they'll be excellent. and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with the great Mayor Giuliani and me, Dr. Ryan, Dr. Maria Sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. I did have a comment of... I've been waiting for it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, apparently Poland is willing to give Ukraine some uh, airplanes. And it's a type of airplane that the Ukrainians know how to fly. But Poland doesn't want to be left with their pants down. So basically they're saying to the United States, give us some F-14s and other things that we can, we know how to fly too. And um, it, we're waiting on the Biden administration wait, for that. We're wait, waiting, waiting, waiting. Wait. And God, Ukraine, wait. They, all they want is ammunition, some planes. <sighs> of course, would they love it to be in the EU, be part of NATO? Yes. But give them the darn planes, Poland and United States. Hey, if we got to vote on what we do with our tax dollars, I vote, let's give... Poland, their backfill of planes, and we get newer ones. <laughs> you know, I make this point often. It's pro- pro- probably part of what dri- has driven me all, all the years to be in public service. But the wrong people in public service and people die. These are not games that they are playing. These are not political games. It turns out, for example, that Biden has cost us, I can document it, thousands of lives that would not have been lost, certainly under Trump or any responsible American president, Democrat or Republican. I mean, uh, Zelensky is making this point at the point of the spear. Let's listen to four and five, and then we'll, 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 we'll move on. About- I want to uh, introduce shutting off the Ukrainian sky because our people are dying. But if you cannot shut the sky now, then now give us the timeline. When will you do it? If you now cannot uh, provide the timeline, tell us how many people have to die, how many legs, uh, limbs have to fly away from people's bodies. So we, so you hear us. The whole world is late with Ukraine. Uh, you know, started late making decisions. Uh, let them forgive me. Uh, their nation said, uh, talked about this. You saw what happens in all the squares of the world. People come out and support because they're people. They're smarter than all of us. That's it. And they said to them, they were pressuring them. But the whole world has to know that the whole world came late with this policy. The question is not about, you know, somebody treating Ukraine well or not. Yeah, we're late to a lot. We were late in Afghanistan. We're late to this. This is... I am so, um, I don't know how to say it, Rudy, because I'm a, obviously I love my country more than life and I would lay down my life for my country, but I don't trust my government and I'm really, really afraid of our intelligence that they don't 
really know what's going on. I Be- think the final line is this one. So do six because um, this is the this is going to be uh, the question that we really want you to answer. Cut six, six. please. President Biden many times. I am very grateful to him for all the opportunities and the support, but they did not hear me. I told them that Ukraine will fight, will fight more than anyone else, but we, just by ourselves, left alone against Russia. We simply cannot manage. Well, there's the answer, right? So he's. Tell, uh, I know there are a lot of predictions, and we have a lot of experts, and, and they're all trying their best. None of us knows really what's going on there. Our intelligence is crappy. We know that. Our intelligence is filled with, since Brennan screwed it up, our intelligence is filled with people. I don't know who they're working for, but they have all kinds of horrible feelings about the United States. So you can't, you can't rely on that. It hasn't been right in decades. One thing for sure, though, you've got to use your logic. This is, the, this is the second or third, third largest army in the world. Probably one of, making it much worse, one of the most vicious armies in the world. In other words, it does things that we wouldn't do. Right. Bombing right. a hospital. Yeah, directly, directly. Yeah. And who knows what else they will do. Ukraine cannot hold out against them. So sooner or later, Russia, uh, Russia's going to have what it wants. Then what is it going to want to do? And if you study history, that's what happens with dictators. And in fact, if he is unhinged, then he's going to want to go for more. So here's one thing you can do right away. You can join the Ukraine International Legion. There are 16,000 members so far. It's growing. We'll see. Tomorrow I'll try to get you information on how you apply, but you can probably go online and figure it out. And it's like the Civil War in uh, in Spain in 1936 to 38, because all the lefties went to, to, to try to fight that one against Franco. And Franco wasn't Hitler. I mean, Franco, yeah, Hitler. Franco wasn't Hitler. He was allied with Hitler. He wasn't Hitler. And Franco wasn't Putin. So I don't know if you're a young man and you love freedom. I just got my knee injected. I'm trying to convince Dr. Ryan I'm healthy enough to go. <laughs> I'm his doctor. Um, I asked a question earlier whether anybody knows if the United States is still buying oil from Russia. As far as my intel goes, it looks like we are. But Florence from Florida uh, has an answer, I think, for me. Yes, I was watching the news yesterday, and the analyst is saying the oil people if we stop importing Russian oil right now, we'll raise the price of oil to $200 a gallon. I mean, a barrel. And that and is reason, true. Yeah, go ahead. And, Please, the, and the reason NATO and the West won't fight for the send troops in is they're afraid of World War Three, And we know something's wrong with Putin, so that's a big possibility. So what do you think, Florence? Oh, oops. Um, <laughs> um, I just wanted to comment on that. Yes, I do believe there is a fear of World War III. I also believe that um, we can't live in fear all the time. We have to do what is right. It doesn't make any sense 
Rudy, I think you agree with me on that. To give Russia a billion dollars a day, nearly a billion dollars a day, I don't care if it's seven percent. I think you should be impeached for doing it. Doing, I, I think I it's think you should so be impeached wrong. immediately for doing it. I think giving Russia a cent right now is giving Russia the money to kill children. A- absolutely. I think you are imp- complicit in the war crimes if you are giving them money. I don't care if oil goes to five hundred. We'll stop driving cars. Look. It's really a question. Look in your soul. What's more important, freedom or your life? I can see you saying it either way, but let's decide what side of the line you're on. I'd rather die than give up my freedom. Amen. I'm sorry. I'd rather die. I've, I've been that me way too. since I was a kid. People ask me, were you afraid of the mafia? Were you afraid of this? Were you afraid of that? You're darn right I was afraid, but I, I would have been more embarrassed of myself if I didn't act. And would rather not be alive if I'm a coward. If I were Biden, I'd rather not be alive. You know, I know economics really well, and it's true. We're already suffering from terrible inflation under the Biden administration because they printed so much money and spend it wastefully. But um, it is true. Our oil prices probably will go up. That is why right today we need to finish that Keystone Pipeline today. Listen to me, Biden. I'm going to shake you. You and your climate czar, John Kerry, think climate, whatever you're doing, is a god. Like, you don't care about human lives over this thing you guys have about fossil fuels. It doesn't make any sense. Be independent. Be a man and get us energy independent and you will help our national security and help we're pricing the middle class right out of buying houses we're hurting the poor with all this inflation like do what is right dr ryan for (laughs) president dr ryan for president dr ryan for president (laughs) we'll be back in a few minutes Hoaxes and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Yes, this is Uncovering the Truth with uh, Rudy Giuliani and the fired up Dr. Maria Sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. I think she may be volunteering for that international corps. She doesn't have a bad knee. But they could use me. I could. They could put me in a tank. I look better in a tank than Dukakis did. And, uh, and I have, have good aim. So you could, you, could, uh, you could drive the tank and I could shoot him. Well, you know, I already I want to protect the United States. So if we get into a nuclear war, I'm already um, I got MREs. Medi- We're um, not getting into a nuclear. Yeah. Well, that, you know what? I think I'm this is prepare. a psyops. This is a psyop. Please. Will people bother doing something called reading? I mean, I hear the stupidest things about Ukraine. Uh, on, I'm not going to tell you who said this, but the, the thing about well, they seem to be turning against Russia, the Ukrainian, even the Ukrainian Russians. They turned against Russia in 2014, Jerkos. When Russia invaded, the whole ball game changed. This is what has caused what you see now in Ukraine. So the, you can use the city of Kharkiv as an example. Kharkiv was a Russian-Ukrainian city. They wanted to be part of Russia. All there forever and ever. Putin invaded Kharkiv. Instead of just letting them surrender, which they wanted, he wanted to kill their people. 
The mayor Kearns rose up, drove out the Soviets, humiliated them, and that's why they're back in Kharkiv wanting to destroy it. The Ukrainian people, I don't know what they have to do to show you that they belong in New Hampshire, live free or die. (laughs) Right, doctor? They certainly do. They get the New Hampshire award. You know, I heard a lot of pundits talking about, well, you know, there's Russian people in Ukraine. Well, there's Russian people in the United States, and they don't like communism and Putin. They came here for freedom. That's the same thing in Ukraine. And, you know, at one time there may have been Russians still in Ukraine that were still loyal to Russia or Putin, but that was pre-2014. If you watch Putin, right? First of all, there got to be a lot of Russians in Russia that are anti-Putin. We know that. Of course. We see the demonstrations that cost of your life. If you, if you now, after what he's demonstrated since 14, and you're a Russian-Ukrainian, all of a sudden you say to yourself, Ukraine may be corrupt. Russia's corrupt. But Ukraine doesn't have prison camps. That's right. Ukraine doesn't torture people. That's right. There's a difference. There's a difference. I, I know these two countries, particularly Ukraine, in, intimately. Do I have major problems with Ukraine? You're damn right I do because of you know what. We won't get into that. But if you want me to evaluate the Ukrainian people, not their slimy oligarchs and politicians. That are corrupt. <laughs> these are the people. Man, I'd be in a foxhole with their people. Oh, yeah, I love them. And their people really are do. not corrupt. I those, love their those, those little those mothers and babies and this woman that we're communicating with that's uh, that's fleeing. These people are not corrupt. They're decent, God fearing people. And they acquired more religion when they became free because religion was taken away from them. Unlike us who are cynical about it, they take it very seriously. Yeah, you know, These are good, good people. I love their spirit. And I said, America used to be like that, like Americans. We are the beacon of freedom for the world. People die Biden to come is the into beacon our, of freedom. But, but you know, we've seen through the pandemic, obviously, with a lot of our rights Never taken died. away. Our country's changing people. Let's not be like the Biden administration and be late to the party. Watch it. Watch how you vote. But let's go to, out to California. Let's go to the West Coast to Alex. Good morning, Alex. Thank you for taking my call. I just want to say... Uh, among Western countries, Japan probably has the strongest pacifist tendencies. But the injustice of what the Russians did is so extreme that 70 Japanese men actually submitted an application to oh. join the fight oh, with the Ukrainians against the uh, the Russian soldiers. And I was very surprised when I saw that news uh, blurb uh, on Reuters about this matter. So I just wanted to let well, thank you know. for letting us know that, yeah, Alex. Thank you, Alex, and thank you for calling in. I've had a secret strategy for years that I've pushed on, I won't tell you which presidents, but the ones that would listen to me, which is we should rearm Japan. And there's a reason for it. Nothing would shake China up more than a rearm Japan. China is actually intimidated by that little Japan. (laughs) Once again, I reiterate, you have to read history. You cannot act like everything is in a vacuum and you can do a two-minute soundbite about everything, which is what we get on television today. Nobody understanding the history of Kharkiv, for example. Nobody understanding how the, the Ukraine of today was traumatically changed by, uh, by 2014. It's a different Ukraine. I yeah, was right. there during both periods. I, 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 I saw it. So please pay attention to history. Every time they've gone to war, little teeny Japan has kicked the hell out of China. Japan, I don't want to get too deep into this, but Japan 
played really dirty with China. Talk about using bioweapons. They've done a lot of really weird things to really innocent people well, in China. But anyways, I, I, I am pro-Japan. I like, can't advocate this. I can't strategic. advocate this. But you want to look at an army that doesn't fight by the rules of war. Right, right, right. right. And they all I know, know it. I know. Uh, 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 Korea? Korea go nuts on us if we rearm Japan. Yeah. But so would China. So would yeah. Russia. Japan... Japan knows how to fight in Russia, too. We got to show that we're going to fight back, that we're not a bunch of patsies. They'll walk all over us. Should America designate Putin a terrorist and apply terrorist sanctions? This is you. Yes, 100%. That was last week's question. 100%. Uh, Biden hasn't done that either. No. He's cut off the oil. He won't do a no-fly zone. He won't give him airplanes. He waits forever to give him money. He's still, they're still working on the bill for money. And he won't designate him a terrorist country. Whose side is he on? Is there an argument that he's compromised by Russia because his family got millions from Russia? Yeah. I don't know. Suppose he's compromised suppose by out, China, too. Suppose we found out during the Second World War that the Roosevelt family got $30 million from the Nazis. Right, we we'd impeach him. him. Out of office? We'd Im- yeah, we would impeach him. Well, this guy got thirty-one. Go read the book. We're becoming Look at pacifists. my hard drive. It's proven. This isn't Russian disinformation. This is Giuliani information supported by the Schweiker book and about four hundred documents. They got a minimum. This is a minimum thirty-one million dollars from the Chinese communists. Mir- Miranda Devine's book as well. Miranda Devine's book, Schweiker. Schweiker. More important. More important than all of us. It's backed up by documents. So how about we, since we're traveling the world today, why don't we go, I think we need to a go little to time in Galilee today. Joel, we need Galilee. The world does. We need the man from Galilee. It's the place of peace, truth, and righteousness. And for everybody that's listening, I'm going to be jumping in right near Capernaum and doing a good baptism for the whole world and praying that during Lent, Joe Biden gives up his hypocrisy Quid pro quo Joe gives up his hypocrisy during Lent. Yeah. Um, sir, uh, and I do second your emo- uh, nomination for Dr. Maria. For- <laughs> <laughs> but Joe. Write the- me in, everybody. I have no money. I'm not rich, and uh, I don't want to beg for money. Uh, just write my name in yeah, for president. A, but wait, wait, if you're inclined to send money, you could send some to my son. But okay. Oh, I shouldn't <laughs> say that probably. But in any event, I am a father. Come on. So, uh, Joe. Explain to me in Israel what's going. I see that Bennett went to visit, uh, went to visit by uh, Biden, <laughs> went to visit. Well, you can't talk to Biden. He went to visit uh, Putin. Uh, that going to do any good? Yeah, I, you know, part of what it could do. I mean, Putin has clearly gone uh, irrational and berserk, but it because he's speaking to him in Russian with very sophisticated translators. Uh, they could undermine, you know, this sort of stinking thinking that Putin's got right now and maybe put a little bit. I mean, Putin, I would, you know, four or five years ago at a Christmas mass, Putin did shed a tear during the mass. Oh. And I do believe what happened to take a, one of his girlfriends you know, away. No, <laughs> you know, he had a he had an Israeli teacher as a, as a young boy that gave him some property in Israel and may, maybe if there's still a single cell in his body that, that that's uh, you know divine, they, they could tap into that. But it, you know, it would take a lot. I mean, 
He's kind of stuck in. Look, I want to give a national security uh, bulletin to everyone because this, these Russian oligarchs, the Ukrainian oligarchs, the Chinese oligarchs, it's all part of the same corruption in this world. Please Google Joe Biden plus China hustle or Hunter Biden plus China hustle. And uh, this, this is all multi-billionaires corrupted. And yeah, if they can right. get him yeah, out yeah. of his money making uh, to, to, to realize that there's, there's a God and he can still do something to maybe not burn in hell forever, maybe, maybe that'll help Bennett. Yeah, I mean, if you have any belief in the afterlife, God, the, the final judgment, I mean, which he purports to have, I'm talking about Putin now. Uh, Even Biden, Rudy. Biden, but I, I don't think Biden. He goes honest, to mass honest, all the time. I saw the ashes on his head but, but on that, Ash that, Wednesday. That, that, he's, he's but a, they believe in killing people through abortion. They, I, I, they believe climate change, climate whatever, is their God. Yeah, yeah, they worship at the altar of climate change. Yeah, you know, but but in in any event, though, in the case of Putin, if there's anything left, and I think Joel makes a very good point, and you never know, so you got to keep trying. I mean, I've I've dealt with people who were suicidal tw- twice and was successful, and you just keep trying, and you just keep trying. You don't know if it's you don't know if it's going to work, but if there's any kind of soul left, I mean, he basically has. <laughs> if you believe. If you believe in any form of Christianity or Judaism, I mean, this guy has blown it, right? He's headed direct for hell. He's got to do something. So you got to work on every angle, every angle possible. Yeah, and it, I, I, I was actually happy to see that he took the meeting from Bennett because although I'm a, I'm a uh, BB guy, Bennett, Bennett's a, you know, a Western man and a good man and a man who has morals. So. I think we have to go interview him. I want to get to know him a little bit. Bennett? Yeah. yeah, I'd like to get to know. I'd like to. I'd like to talk to. I haven't talked to Putin in so long, and I mean, I, I always viewed Putin a little different than this. I always viewed Putin as a, a cold-blooded murderer, a bad guy, but ultimately he'd push it as far as he could get away with, and not go over the top. Now, that's a heck of a calculation on which to decide, are we going to risk nuclear war? And that's the question we want to put to you this week. Should we do the no-fly zone? Should we do it? And uh, the argument against it, you know, it could, it could lead to a major confrontation with Russia. The argument for it is he's extorting us with this. Mm. And he is a master extorter. So he extorted us, he extorts Europe with energy. I, I I I think there's a little too much orchestration going on, meaning Lavrov didn't just mention nuclear war for the heck of it. That was a psychological uh, uh, plea there, and I, I know a lot of people don't understand psyops, but uh, he's a he's a master at it. Putin is from oh, KGB. Sure. Psyops is to play with your mind. Of course. So by saying that, he puts the fear of nuclear war. In our minds, then getting people to say he's unstable. That really shakes you up because now you think, oh, well, God, he, I don't want to I don't want to rattle him. Yeah, right, he may right, just right. press that little button. He and does he, it through fear. Uh, this is. I'm not telling you I'd make this decision, but if I were president, I'd want to explore very carefully. Are we being are, are we being uh, manipulated here? How is he really? Because this is a perfect Putin thing he just fakes us out of our jocks as they say in basketball yeah and and you know we don't have to say everything we're gonna do like again i don't want american troops on the ground 
But did Biden have to come out and say that over and over again? Couldn't he have kind of vaguely hinted that we are considered or, or, you know, leave that up in the air so Putin wouldn't know what's happening? Well, that brings you to two conclusions, both of which are disastrous. One is that he's completely mentally incompetent. I mean, that's like that's like telling a person in poker, well, I don't really have a hand. Mm. I don't have any cards. Yeah, right. And uh, it's like Trump. A lot of people misunderstand. Oh, Trump praised Putin or praised the North Korean also, president. <laughs> well, you keep your enemies closer. He knew darn well their enemies. He also he also would tell him he also would tell him anytime he could just kind of kidding around that he likes those big bubbles in Moscow. No, he doesn't like those big bubbles in Moscow. And as a guy who's into architecture and stuff, he really thinks he would help him if he blew him up. <laughs> and, then, and then at one point, Putin said to him. Oh, but that's a church. And, and, and Trump laughed and said, oh, Vladimir, a church. Come on. Don't tell me that. Meaning, like, <laughs> I know you're not religious. I, I heard a story by President Bush. He was speaking at the same conference I was speaking at. And he talked about Putin. And he obviously knew he's a bad guy. But you got to try to work at political relationships. So... <laughs> Bush, President Bush had a had a dog and it was a medium sized dog. And Putin, the next time they met, made sure to bring out a dog that was twice as big as the little dog. Psyops. So, yeah, it's a psychological thing. I'm bigger. I'm badder. Even when it came to the dog in visuals. Look at your your dog is a little dog and mine is so much bigger. Well. I'm going to say maybe they borrowed that from my hero, Ronald Reagan, because Ronald Reagan played that game better than anybody probably in the history of the world. I mean, but the fact is <laughs> that Ronald Reagan never had to show his cards. Yeah. He never had to show his cards because yeah. they were so afraid of him. And I also question and would like to know how good is our nuclear defense? Yeah, because I we, do. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you a, a, a sneaky suspicion I have. We play it down because it would give Reagan too much credit because all these uh, dodos like Biden and, and Schumer, they were all against nuclear defense. By the way, it saved Israel. I have a letter from Bibi Netanyahu to Nancy Reagan thanking President Reagan for saving Israel, saving Israel with the Iron Dome. What do you think the Iron Dome is? It's nuclear defense. And they have to defend against missiles with five minutes. If Russia wanted to hit us, we would have considerably more than five minutes. How good is our nuclear defense? I don't know. It's a heck of a thing to rely on. But we're getting to, we're getting to a point where uh, also having let down our nuclear arsenal and not modernized it is a disgrace. Having disarmed is a disgrace. Will we please realize here's how you keep the world safe. A good, decent country with great values is so powerful that nobody's going to mess with it. Amen, it. brother. That, that, That's the that, way you do it. That is it. it uh, we the, the, we the, can be great again. We can be better than we were in the past. I don't ever want to go back. We should be more enlightened, do things better, have the most updated technology in our military, which includes cyber warfare. Oh, you sold, uh, the, 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 We were sold out into. 2020. Yeah. We were sold out, and I'm not going to get to the election fraud. Someday I'll get to that in more detail. I'm going to get to all the censorship on all the crimes that Biden committed that are now proven that was held back by Bill Barr, by the FBI, by the press, 
If the American people had known then what has now been proven, he never would have been president. And that's why we are in the hands of a president that has already cost too many lives. And I don't know if you listen to Putin taking seriously, the world is in jeopardy. I have a suspicion, one that I'm not ready to act on yet, that he's playing us. But we got to be tougher. We got to push it more. I mean, there's nothing wrong with our giving them planes. There's nothing wrong with our putting them, giving them, giving Well, they Poland. can't fly our planes, our particular. No, no, what you said. So, right. So you Poland has to give doctor, the, Explain oh, it again. Yeah. How you do it. So um, Poland has the type of planes, and I and forgive me for I don't remember the names names of them that Ukrainian military know how to fly, but they need a backfill because Poland doesn't want to be left with their pants down. So they know how to fly our planes, the F-14s, the F-16s. So we need to backfill Poland, and then we can work on updating technology for us. We'd have to move them a couple hundred miles. Yeah, that's right. It's the right thing to do, President Biden. Putin's going to start a nuclear war over that? Yes. Well, we're going to continue this conversation. And then we're going to ask you a question. Yes, in a few minutes, and stay tuned. And other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. So we've been talking, obviously, about Ukraine and the things the United States could have done, coulda, woulda, shoulda, but uh, we can't live too much in the past and we have to rectify things now. We gave a blueprint for the Biden administration. We want to help. We want to be successful. So this is above politics. And um, I'm, I have something to say about Kamala. And I'm trying to be gentle, and I don't know why I'm trying to be gentle, because people will say, oh, because she's a, a woman, you're picking on her. But you're a lady. But she was assigned to the border, and I've seen, uh, we've all seen more fentanyl deaths, 100,000, topping 100,000 deaths from the southern border, originates in China, works with the Mex- Mexican cartels. So I don't have a lot of faith in Kamala, and I don't think anybody's shaking in their boots that we are now sending her to Poland. Well, I know I know the Polish government really, really well, and I know the man who really runs the Polish government. He's a, he's a, what 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 does it call when you don't leave your house? Agrophobia. Yeah, is it agrophobia. You got it. Agrophobia. Wow. Good job. Keep being with you, I'm becoming a scientist. Agrophobia. <laughs> uh, I, Agoraphobia. I know their view. I know their view of Kamala Harris. This is I mean, it's ridiculous. They're gonna, they, he, she's going to go. She's going to talk. She can say stupid things. She's going to leave, and they're going to laugh at us. As, as simple as that. And, and we don't have time for that right now. Look, people. I, there's an article in the Wall Street Journal also about Lithuania, a country that we have a great deal of concern about because my daughter, my daughter-in-law, who I consider my daughter, uh, Andrew's wife, Z, uh, mother of beautiful Grace, comes from Lithuania. Some of her family is still there, although tragically her mother has just died. And uh, Lithuania is right on the point of the spear. That's the next country they could move right into. Lithuanian people, you read this article, boy. <laughs> They're going to fight just like Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. And Do, so, does Lithuania even have an army? 
Uh, Lithuania has an army. Yeah. They do I mean, they're not a army. big one. Yeah. Well, Lithuania yeah. is even closer to Poland than, than Ukraine. I mean, mm. at one time, I think, think they were a joint government. I mean, we're going back to Middle Ages now. But Lithuania and Poland are very, very close. And there's a little more of affinity of religion there because there's a little more Roman Catholicism in Lithuania. I mean, a lot of this is, a, is religious history, too, which, of course, the nitwits in the Democrat Party who don't read, don't, all they care about is making a socialist. So should we establish a no-fly zone? Let's get, let's get right to it. Should, we could ask a question leading up to that. You know, We could ask a question like, should we backfill the airplanes? That might be a little bit easier. But should we establish a no-fly zone and take, and take the risk? Uh, on the theory that if we don't, we're never going to back them down if we don't stand up to them. And stand up to them at the earliest possible moment. Right now, when we have the West pretty well organized, it's not easy to organize these people, particularly Germany. Germany's talking real tough. There are a lot of articles saying Germany can't sustain this because of the economy of Germany. And I don't know the new chancellor. He's a socialist. Mm. Hardly the kind of guy you would think would do this. I admire what he did. Yeah, shockingly, he he sent javelin missiles. These guys are better than Biden. Yeah. So that, now that we got that momentum on our side with them, which is hard to do, and uh, both Trump and President Bush can tell you how hard it is to organize the Europeans. You know who organized them, though? Biden's getting the credit, which it's nice that the United States shines in that way, but it was really Zelensky who unified no, no. them. Definitely. You know, you know Biden does get for the credit by, by not doing anything. <laughs> no, no, no. I know it. They stepped up and said, holy, uh, we got we to gotta step up. We got to step up because we don't have a we don't have a Trump we don't have a Bush we don't even have a Clinton and we don't and we don't have a a, a, a Reagan. None, this would not have happened under I'm including Clinton here. Mm. This would not have happened under Clinton. Look, I mean Clinton when it got bad enough in Eastern Europe with much less uh, war crimes stepped in. Yeah, yep. Uh, this, America is being humiliated because we are the leading country in the world. We're the leading advocate for freedom, and we're letting war crimes dominate the invasion of an innocent country. Well, look at how we've been the last two years, Rudy. Those riots of 2020, you would think every American politician would be incensed by what was happening, would be putting pressure on DAs and governors and in, in mayors to hold people accountable to crime with the crimes being committed. I don't know, 30 people or so died in the billions of dollars worth of property destroyed. But no, we had politicians cheering for the criminals. So I think the question then we will establish is, should we establish a no-fly zone for Ukraine? Yes or no. And please go to my podcast, rudyscommonsense.com, because you'll find much more detailed discussion of what we're talking about. And I'm, I'm putting this question out. I don't want to suggest to you I don't realize how sensitive this question is and how difficult it is on both sides. So I'm really interested in your response and anything you want to send me by way of advice, rudyscommonsense.com. This requires real, real in-depth discussion. Yeah, it certainly does. And in honest discussion, this is not about politics, right? In that political speech, in those sound bites, if Biden truly, truly wants to be do the right thing, he should have a multidisciplinary group around him and not people who put climate as a god over human lives. Well, I mean, he's hot. he goes and hides, and then he sends Kamala, who, you know, who is going to say, 
Ukraine is a country. 